Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning, Callum. Good morning, man. Let's start with European energy markets. What was behind the large increase in gas prices last week? Yes, well, this move does seem to have really uh, attracted a lot of attention in the media and so on. Essentially, last Wednesday, the September contract in Britain rose from 75 to 110 pence per therm. Similar moves across uh, continental European hubs. Really, this sort of move was similar in magnitude and actually potentially underlying reason to some of the moves we saw early in the summer when some of the North Sea production outages stopped for maintenance. And really what uh, I think has been largely explaining this has been that uh, speculative players in the gas market had been positioned for gas in storage reaching uh, a state of being pretty much completely full in the coming weeks. Uh, currently, gas and storage across Europe is 89% full. And uh, with that, we're expecting the gas price to tend to zero. And they've been positioned for that, meaning that they've sold that uh, September contract short until they make money as the gas price goes down. But um, what happened on Wednesday was there was some news about a possible strike, meaning a worker strike as an LNG production plant in Australia. Australia, of course, is, is a very big producer of LNG globally and is an important part of the gas uh, supply infrastructure now. And that immediately led to the market being worried about supply reductions in uh, in coming weeks and months. And so the market started to rise. As the market rose, those with speculative short positions uh, lost money. Some will have cut positions because they were losing too much or had, had to post collateral and, of course, then had to buy the gas contract in order to cover those short positions. And that sent the price higher. And so there was a kind of feedback mechanism that led to the price going higher and higher until we reached 110 pence per therm. But the market has softened uh, a bit in the days after that. And certainly the winter contract, although it is up, hasn't risen that dramatically. Turning to the oil market, the International Energy Agency published its monthly market report last week. What did this have to say about the state of the oil market? Well, the IEA has kept its 2024 demand forecast unchanged, but increased its forecast slightly for this year. Uh, And that increase for this year has come from an upward revision of 600,000 barrels per day in demand for Q2. So that this is a sort of historic updates to its figures, whilst the Q3 and Q4 numbers for this year have both been cut by 200,000 barrels per day. Um, But even after that, the IEA sees the current quarter, Q3, at 102.9 million barrels per day, which is up from an increase of uh, nearly a million barrels per day on what it now sees having been the demand for Q2. And they see the call on OPEC, so the amount that OPEC needs to produce to balance the market in the current quarter at at 30 million barrels per day. But that compares to the IEA's estimate of OPEC's July production of only 27.9 million barrels per day. So in other words, the IEA is is saying that there's a deficit of over 2 million barrels per day in the current quarter. If this deficit is so large, why is the oil price not getting stronger? Well, oil has actually been moving a bit lower since the report came out. I don't think that's got anything to do with the IEA report, frankly. I think one reason is that as soon as it is clear that demand is coming through, if it does come through in the way that the IEA are suggesting it will or is, then the Saudis will presumably remove their additional cuts. So the deficit will be consequently halved as well. 
On the other hand, while there are question marks over demand, uh, the Saudis seemed content to continue rolling over their cuts. And so the market remains relatively tight. So really, we're in a situation which is really a recipe for keeping oils oil quite high, but not that high. So there are question marks, I think, over whether Brent can push on higher and go through resistance in the high 80s area. Tomorrow, we do have some industrial production figures from China, including the refinery industry. And I think oil will take its cue from the broad asset market reaction, the way equities think about this, uh, whatever those results say, as well as from the detail on on refining. And and really, it's that kind of thing that's helping to shape the narrative around uh, the market's view about oil demand. Thank you, Kalem. We'll chat again next week. Thank you, Len. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investec's Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investec.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.